0: They're literally just sent this As if she knows That we watched the episode But they're coming out With this figure Oh
1: I, sh- I showed him That same figure How, how much
2: do you think That's going to be Dude the one that, that are already on
1: Crunchyroll Are like 400 bucks
0: Yeah all the All the ones that Crunchyroll Puts out are really Fucking expensive I
1: want to I want to get that one That has uh, like the Buildable Denji So you like set him down On the base It's all the different Zombie body parts And you just like Alright legs going first You put his And it has got the He's got swappable Chainsaw head That's or... how you
0: know That that one costs A fuck load of money yeah. <laughs>
1: I would love that one, though.
0: Are we on? Yeah. Hey, yeah. everybody. Welcome back to the SideQuest podcast. My name is BJ. I'm Luke. And I'm Matt. And uh, we just watched the new episode of Chainsaw Man. It was very good, and everybody should go watch it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this isn't going to turn into the...
0: The Chainsaw Man Berserk podcast.
1: <laughs> Yakuza. <laughs> oh, no, I'm cool with it turning into a Yakuza podcast. I'm not going to lie. Because... The Dragon Cast...
2: I'll just say I've been I've I've been playing a lot these past two days with with Carmen and I get it I I for I don't know why it took we got him boys well it, the, it, it like
1: you, it, usually you have to get to Majima cause like the the Ma, kid...
2: once we got that opening scene from Majima I was like fuck I, yeah this dude guy is Majima's guy. the
1: fucking go I told you you'd love him
2: well I think and he, I, and he
0: just turns into a like a bad guy in the rest of the he's he's not really a because I'm playing the first one now I'm playing Kawami. And he is kind of there. He's in the family, but he's on Kiryu's side despite the things that he can't do. Like, he can't directly help Kiryu because Kiryu, you know, is going through shit. But he's like, look, I'm going to help you regain your strength because I respect you. Okay. And then he's like, I'm not going to actively try to stop you or anything, but I am here to like help you in one way or another. Oh no,
1: you just wait because there's points where literally you you see Majima, there's a I think there's a point where you have to go to the Dojima HQ and with or the not Dojima, the the whole Tojo clan Tojo. HQ. I've I've been and, to that part. Okay, and 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 Majima's just kind of like I got to fight you. Yeah. And you fight him just a little bit and then he's like, I really don't want to beat you, so I'm just going to say you kicked my ass and I'm going to dip. And like it's it's a lot of that Like through the main story, because in the in the original PS one or PS two game, that was the case. Because what you have, which is the like, I am gonna help you get your your stuff back, that didn't happen in the original one. Because this one is specifically for the Dragon style. Yeah. Whereas in the old game, it was just Majima's here. He's crazy and voiced by Mark Hamill, and they just moved on. It's wild. But uh, it. You you like
0: that part when you get to it. They, he ha- he has to go to Tojo Clan HQ which is all the families are there yeah. for an event. And um, <clears throat> basically some shit goes down. Kiryu, the
2: lieutenants in this game like never crusade, show up again. But they serve under Dojima. Dojima. Dojima.
1: So they are the Dojima lieutenants which is which Kazuma which is Kiryu's dad is also a lieutenant of but, Well, he's like second in command. He's still a lieutenant, but yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's where it was. He's just, like, the lieutenant that's above the other lieutenants. Okay, they're still so then they,
2: they're they part of the Dojima clan, mm-hmm. but they all are under the... Tojo. Tojo. And, so- and uh, okay, and then Majima is also a part
1: of the And Tojo then, clan. well, and you, you've you met the Majima's handler, who's part of the Omi alliance. That's yeah, he's, why... He's a shithead. That's why he... That's okay. why Majima is in, uh, so- Sotenbori? No. Yeah, I really like yeah, Sotenbori. Backstory. Yeah, Sotenbori. That's why he's in Sotenbori, because, uh... Uh, what is he in Osaka? Uh, yeah,
0: but it, the district that he's in is called Sotenbori.
1: Okay, but uh, th- that guy is sworn brothers with uh, Majima's old head of his family. Uh, what is his name? Uh, the guy who sh- who tortures him. That, big bald yeah, dude. the big bald oh, motherfucker. Dude, fuck him, dude. I, I, hate I that really guy. resonated with Majima's
2: backstory. I was like, he like his bro- him and his brother like they were sent on a mission to go fuck up some guys. He bought like six guns, each with six shots. And they had he's like, We got thirty we got thirty six shots. Six guns, six bullets. Bro. And so then he's gonna go meet him there. And the guy was like, Actually, let's not kill those guys. And then he's like, Well, I gotta go tell my brother and he's like, No. It's too late. And then you find out that that like his brother took out like eighteen guys before he died brutal yeah right. I cannot
1: wait for y'all to get Well, not to die. die he's in jail I can't wait for y'all all right? to. Right? To yeah y- he's
2: in jail and, and Majima's was now waiting f- to try to get his brother the brother out and then try to get
1: him back into
2: the Tojo clan I can't yeah. wait
1: for y'all to get to Yakuza 4
2: really The shit go down in 4
1: yeah it'll be a while Speci- specifically about that damn yeah uh, it, it goes Yakuza 1 which is where he's on which is about mainly really about Haruka the girl uh, two is Korean shit. Th- three, I don't actually. Is so this I,
2: the uh, the blind girl in Zero is she a
1: big part? In Zero, she is. In Zero, okay, cool. And you <laughs> you won't see her again until a small thing in two. Okay. And then never see her again after that. Interesting. It, Yakuza is one. Of, Yakuza. I'm just gonna forewarn you all. Yakuza does that thing where because they have to set up the next game, nothing stays. Because every game is... All right, Kiryu's out. Well, he's back in because we have to, he's, he got roped back in. But this time he's out for sure, guys. Yakuza, the next Yakuza game starts. Hey, we really need you back in to, to deal with this. This
2: is the one where he's not the main character? Six? Or like a dragon?
0: Like a dragon. Like a dragon. He's not in that game at all. From what I know.
1: Uh. Let's see. It's zero. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last night on Discord. Zero through six is all Kiryu. The Yakuza 4 and 5 feature other protagonists, but Kiryu is still the center character. And then, uh, like a dragon is is, uh, Ichiban. And then 8 is apparently going to be both Kiryu and Ichiban. So that's going to be sick.
0: Also, uh, I just wanted to bring up, I know I had a lot of good praise for Nishiki in the last time I talked about it. Uh, I'm back on the fuck Nishiki train. Nishiki's a bitch. Fucking hey, at really? Le- at
1: least, at least you're getting a lot of the backstory for me Ni- because, like, that's one thing that I actually love about Kiwami is after each chapter, you get a little, you get a Nishki cutscene that explains what happens in, in Kiwami. Like, for the in the ten year, really? Because Nishki's Nishki Nishki's a boy. Well, zero.
0: Give it a minute, and then you'll feel the way that I do, and then you'll revert back from that, and then when you play Kiwami, you'll go back to thinking Nishki's a bitch. Really? Yeah. Damn.
2: Well, I've been stuck in Chapter Five for a long time. <laughs> he's doing got, real
1: estate. Not, he's already not, got 100 percent in uh, Leisure King. He's he's trying to S rank them all.
2: Uh, I there I all but two are S rank.
1: I've taught you well.
2: I went in hard, and I was teaching Carmen earlier today. You should have seen. I was like, okay. This, this, this.
1: Stonks. (laughs) I literally came in here and he's like, she's got the controller and Matt's going, all right. So if you go here, see where this, see where it says like payout ready. So go ahead and click that. Okay. Now, when that's ready, go to your, this thing in the inventory, do this and check your businesses. Uh, And he's like explaining the whole process to her. It's hilarious.
2: She's into it. She's into the story. When I got home a little bit earlier today, I uh, started up and I was like, I'll just do a bunch of real estate. Uh, Royale, and I won't do any story because Carmen will be pissed. And then I
0: at least you have a valid excuse. Me on the other hand, I'm just like fuck the story, money,
2: M- money
1: stonks. Honestly, uh, I think I think the best way to like do it is because there's four. It's four uh, places in the in the thing, right? In the 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 business side for Kiryu, it's just four places. you have it, to 100 percent right. It
0: ends up being five in the end, but you don't unlock the last one until you've done the other four a hundred percent
1: i'd say i'd say every because you you have the time i'd say every time you finish a chapter do another section and then just move on to the next story bit so really? you spread it out enough same with uh majima stuff once you get to the cabaret club do one section that you have to Do 100 cabaret
0: uh i mean as much as you can there's not like a percentage level but um i did s rank the cabaret club okay i got over and, but
2: you got the his like legendary fighting style. Yeah, which I just pretty I did. much like beating.
1: that. Yeah, once yeah. you unlock the fighting style, you you beat, beat the minigame. game. Okay. You the thing is cabaret, you can still, I mean obviously with the management you can still cash in your shit. But cabaret is still just fun to play. Cuz after after a while the the management one just becomes, all right, just hit hit uh payout. Okay, then hit uh start collecting. Okay, then hit payout. Then hit so it kind of the the real estate very much drops off, whereas the cabaret club is like constant. The mini game keeps going, and gotcha. it just turns into see if you can beat your own high score. Well, huh. yeah, hmm. I cannot wait to hear what BJ has to say about Kiwami when he finishes that. Uh, I'm already, I
0: already do have some some good things to say. I really like the leveling up system a lot better in this one.
1: So I'm I'm different on that. I hated it. Cause I got so used to zeros just like, cause how much money is flung at you. But I
0: also in this one, from what I can tell, there's not a way to make that much bank so far. So having it just be EXP based has been really good for me. That gives me more incentive to do the side stories. Um, it gives me more incentive to eat at the restaurants and everything besides just doing the CP and regaining health and everything.
1: Oh dude, eating at restaurants <laughs> is like go to in a, uh, in judgment A lot of your, like, side quests that are, like, the friend missions, which you have to do to get your reputation up, and which gets you more cases in Judgment, I just will run around. The the first perk I bought was that allows you to eat in a restaurant even though your health is full. So I just go through and just eat here, eat here, eat here, eat here, eat here, just to start, like, seven different quests. And I'm, like, sick.
0: That was my big thing in Zero. That was, I powered through to get to that so that I could get all the restaurants CP'd out. And then um, in this one, the one thing that I don't like so far is that the Sega arcades are not that beefy anymore. Um, in this one, it's kind of just that Mesu King thing, which is kind of the, uh, the girl fight thing, but with cards.
1: I didn't like the card version anymore. Like, it's not as fun because you have to go collect them instead of just like pick and choose.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these fucking locker keys that I keep picking up. I have like uh, 30 of them so far. Is,
1: you'll find them. There is a point. It's by the Millennium Tower. Uh, there's like a locker set, and you can just like go and unlock the lockers and get okay. items
0: because I, I was looking around millennium tower because it said Taihei boulevard so i went up there so i guess there's a point in the story where it tells you you can do ha- it
1: i think i think it's when you're rocking around with haruka she'll literally be like "Ooh, look lockers it, well because she finds a key and i think it's literally like let's go see where it goes and she runs off and curious like fucking kid stay still for two seconds makes sense there it can you karaoke with her in that game
0: I think you can because, um, it's like they, it's the 2005 version of bar karaoke where it's the private rooms and everything, which is how they do it now. Um, so there are songs in it where it's like, oh, you can do the lively interjections or the simple interjections. And for those, you have to bring someone with you in the other game. There there's,
1: so, I know there's, I either this game or two where there's a moment where you can take Haruka karaoke and it's the most adorable shit. There was, uh, I played through all the karaoke
0: songs that I had available last night, and, um...
1: How do you like that acoustic rendition of Bakamitai?
0: It was really fucking good. It was, uh, in this one, he's not holding the Sunflower Orphanage picture. It's a picture of him and fucking Fighter from the Pocket Circuit. And I was like, "Damn, I'm glad that they like did something with that because that was a pretty beefy like bit of side content, and I really oh, like playing the, it.
2: the race, the little car racers." Yeah, it was you, a like, picture. Friend somebody. Uh
0: huh. It was uh, the main guy that works there with like the racing jumpsuit. It's a picture of him and that guy holding up little cars. You can meet him again
1: in uh, a I-
0: I've done that. Yeah, have- and uh, how he's washed up his shit. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "I'm trying to get married. They've only increased my pay by like seven dollars the past seventeen years." <laughs> And poor guy. my fiance's parents don't respect me enough to let me marry her so i need to get a respectful job and pick someone else it's as my successor like,
1: damn poor guy the yeah. i think my one of my favorite things about baki mitai is every every person who can sing that has a special photo that they look at and my favorite is in like a dragon uh i think it's namba is the homeless man and his photo he looks at is just a random other homeless man that's in the homeless shelter that he's in, and he's seeing this, and it's just this dude who was like in the scene for like two seconds. He goes, "Hey," and like that's it, and that's the picture they chose. And I'm Locking like, yeah, and he's like, and he's like sitting there with the, the drink in his hand, is like super sad, and I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, I was like, who is it? Which by the hey, by the way. In, since Like a Dragon's English dub, they have an English dub version of Bakamitai. Oh. So you can actually have the lyrics in English if you care.
2: Dame, dame.
1: Uh, I've been listening to, I, I said, <laughs> <and> BJ, my, <laughs> liked, Spotify
0: likes.
2: my Spotify likes is just overwhelmed with anime songs. And because there was a little bit, I was like, I'm just going to listen to a bunch of like opening songs to animes. And I was like, this is great. And then I got into some other stuff of like some '80s and '90s style Japanese songs, city pop shit.
0: Yeah, you were listening to 4 AM when we were on the way to um, 4 AM, the concert, so and I was groovy. like, "Damn, I fucking the one,
1: the one he uh, the one he sent the one he was showing me earlier was T Square."
2: Dude, T Square is amazing. It's so groovy. It's it's all for some reason. I, I really enjoy not it, just because it's not easier to to do, but there's this other guy um, who just does like a not acoustic, but um, ac- not acapella. It's the opposite. Just instrumental mm-hmm. music, and it was. It's just his album in Japanese it translates to uh, like his name, and then the album is on guitar, um, and it's just him playing the guitar. I've
0: actually I know what you're talking about because I've I've that's come up on my Spotify it's recommended so, before.
2: It's so it's such a good album, and it's so groovy. And then I was like, let's find some like other stuff on Spotify that are like this. And I went down a rabbit hole of, like, I just was trying to find, like, niche Japanese artists from the 80s and 90s. And I did that, and I was really happy with
0: it. Henri is really solid. She's the queen of city pop. Um And then uh I think it's Mayamane that does Tasogare. That one you need to listen to because I know okay. you'll know the opening bit of it, and you'll be like, oh, my God, this is where this is from.
1: My, okay, so you have to he, show me because we I've were... been listening
2: to all sorts of that, like that because I, I, like, kind of through going through all this like Japanese like music I kind of realized that Japan really well mirrors American style music um, during like like, just they do like it's Mm -hmm. not like you know you don't hear like a lot of like you know a lot of like if you go to other different like countries and their music it doesn't translate obviously there's like one or two like pop artists that like go are with the times and, and try to replicate american music yeah but japan and, and united states have this like really similar both they're on the same track and you'll like you can go to 80s songs from the from yeah from america and then you go to eighty songs from japan and they're so similar sounding and yeah. i love it so much so it's now like-
1: i'm just discovering 80s music just from Japan and I'm in heaven it's incredible there's a point where you can tell and most of my limited Japanese music knowledge is from a lot of anime stuff but a lot of those artists are huge in Japan Uh and that's why they get on anime stuff but I'll go through discographies and go to like the big in Japan playlist on Spotify there is a point and I I can't I don't know when in time it was where the US went more in a pop focus route and Japan went more for rock because like bands like one okay rock who has the, the ending theme for the new Sonic game they have, like, they're one of the biggest bands in Japan, and they're a rock band, like, full-on punk rock, pop punk, screaming stuff, whatever. There's
2: also a lot more, I've, I've seen, there's a lot more female leads in bands yeah. in Japan. Like, I mean, like, pretty much, I'd say, like, 80% of anime openings are, like, rock, rock bands that have... Uh, female lead voice
1: one of the biggest bands in japan is called scandal at least they were and it was literally four girls all who sing and they each play the instrument guitar drum bass whatever but they all have singing points too where it's like and a lot because a lot of japan's like artist industry is like that you grab people who are really talented and just put them in a group together Uh kind of similar to like k-pop stuff and whatnot but i think at some point at least in japan A lot of those artists will just get the rights to their own stuff back it's like in in k-pop like bts is still owned by a corporation but like a lot of japanese bands after like so long it's like well well, now they're their own k-pop
2: music industry is like it's an industry before it is like music entertainment yeah it's it's yeah it's
1: also speaking of that uh the bts boys are going to be serving their two years so two years no music Claire was uh, pretty broken up about that. They it's just so make crazy. them
0: the drummer boys of the <laughs> Korean Army.
1: My well, because I don't think there's gonna be really anything that happens to them. Because like,
0: yeah, they're gonna fucking sit in an office for two years. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, no, that. will... that. And then even if there Dude, what is if fighting, one of them dies in like that would be in, the in best u- thing. In Ukraine. <laughs> that would oh be my god. So fucking funny. <laughs> like rip, and rip peace to the to whoever dies. But like the internet would explode.
0: I'm just imagining all the shitty, like, TikTok edits of, like, someone's grainy cell phone pictures at a concert of this person with, like, glitter text that says R.I.P. with, like, the poppiest song ever put over it.
2: Dude, uh, if one of them died in, like, Ukraine or something, there would be, people would be up in arms. You'd see people then, flying out. and
0: Then the... the U.S. goes to war.
2: No, U.S. doesn't. <laughs> it's just all these U.S. citizens that are just <laughs> running in.
0: All right, soldier, here's your fucking army certified cat ears
1: <laughs> doing their dances. <laughs> I, I just find it like I find it funny because apparently uh, one of the guys in the band is already 30 and like before. And so he got a, He got an exemption because the, uh, the rest of the members of the band weren't. But n- and, and I'm like, uh, I wonder how he's feeling because he got that exemption because he's doing a music biz. And then now the, the company is like, hey, BTS is going to go into war. He's like, fuck
0: thought I was good <laughs> he's gonna start making some solo shit and it's not gonna succeed I don't think well no heavy. I
1: I'm well he, no so he's going because he had an exemption like a year before Cause now he's 31 or 32 or whatever but uh it was I, I just think it's interesting because like they force it yeah apparently they they're, the, the Korean government was quite literally going to let them be exempt because of how much money they bring in to Korea like they were gonna full on be like no you are good Yeah, but
2: that's that's pretty shitty for everybody else yeah
1: Oh, of course that, it is. It's like, yeah. you know,
2: like it's like they're fine, and so is everybody like outside of Korea was like, yeah, we're we're cool if they don't ever have serve. But everyone in Korea was like, all the dudes,
1: every were, like, able-bodied having, dude in Korea was like, fuck
0: these yeah, guys. Fuck these. I guys. mean, that's how I would feel. Yeah. If fucking I had to go to war and, and like Jimmy Kanye West didn't,
2: and you're seeing like. BTS breaks a n- new all-time record of views in one day. And you're like, fuck this.
0: While well, I'm sitting in a foxhole with fucking grenades <laughs> going. It's like D-Day, but I'm just sitting there reading the newspaper
1: about BTS. <laughs> Bro, it's insane that, like, I've scrolled through TikTok, and TikTok is not removing any of these posts, but people are, like, making TikToks on the fucking battlefield.
2: Oh, I love those. Like, Ukraine they're... has their own TikTok, and they're, like, they'll show planes getting, like, blown up, like... Like jets getting shot down from missiles. Well, there was. Then, I th- I think I think <laughs> that's I send a good you the thing. TikTok, of of it was some guy. It was it was from Ukraine's where they're trying to
0: shoot the the plane down, and it's just so dipping you, through all no, these.
2: Well, no, it starts off like it was. It's on Ukraine's like official TikTok page, and it's like it's like this, <laughs> it's this video that's like they got like awesome music and like text flashed in and like tanks driven over, like bombs going off, and then it cuts to this one guy who's like. Dad, I was reading in the history books like that there was a like a war in Ukraine. Do you remember anything about that? And he goes, Yeah, son, man, there's some pretty sweet TikTok edits though.
0: <laughs> They're just putting like fucking doom music over their troops. <laughs> Murdering
1: people. So good. No, but uh on that picture you sent us, I'm I'm very pleased to see that you have some of the bleach soundtrack on there as well. Yeah. Well after we showed him the
0: well, I, I saw cartridges. it, because you, bar-
1: you can barely see it, but I see Clavar La Espada. Yeah. That's my favorite one. And that shit on there, I l- dude. Yeah, Duelo one, the distance between a duel. That one's my favorite. That, one's, that one slaps. Uh, Eskelion is really good, Shinji's theme. That has, like, that fucking weird, like, alien whistle or whatever the fuck it's called. Alien whistle. I don't know what to call it, because, like, that one... It's that... like a
0: regular whistle, but you have to blow it out of your asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like, because every time I, th- I, I hear that song, I literally, because of that intro, a little, like or whatever the fucking thing goes I think of just like Space Aliens I don't know why but that song's really good uh, that whole beginning part of that soundtrack is just amazing once it leaves the, the Spanish music it doesn't matter, it, it, the rest is kind of shit, but the, that rest that whole that whole part of the soundtrack is full <coughs> fire fuck yeah but yeah uh, what besides Yakuza anything else you've been doing Matt? Uh, Going to Evolution.
0: You lucky fucker.
2: For for real. I haven't read read any Berserk. I've been too busy with Yakuza. (laughs) Because normally it's like I'd be like, oh, well, it's kind of getting late. Um, You know, I'm not really, like, feeling anything right now. You know, the boys on our line, We're not playing Fortnite. So I'll just be like, this would be a perfect time to read Berserk. I haven't had any of those moments. I mean, we had a great party on uh, Saturday. Good Halloween party. Yeah. It was a lot of fun.
1: Um, Everyone was dressed up. I got my Chainsaw Man mask. That was awesome,
0: and then I was Ken Mm Kaneki,
1: specifically Black Reaper Ken Kaneki. That's right, in his S.M.N. mask. I still, you come into my apartment, (laughs) it's like (laughs) my roommate's like, I didn't know who was over. He's sitting there pulling the mask, just going. It was good fun. It was a really good party. Yeah, I enjoyed that. The the quip flash was fun. D- draw or uh, what was it? TKO. That shit was fire. TKO. It was. Oh good. my gosh. It Just takes
2: a while for it to boot up. What was? What you was also the... have
1: to have like a bunch of people
2: that are really like good with either drawing some really racy things and saying racy things.
1: Yeah. The fucking what was it? The, it there was uh, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders uh, Pipe me down. Pipe me down. And then what was the other? Uh, the other one was a uh, young, young dumb full of cum with a joint, with a,
0: a blunt. Blazing on the shirt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those two were the fucking best. Diamond, I'm glad that was my 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 little slogan. I, I was like, I hope someone uses yeah. this. And then
2: uh, the mystery, the, like, the murder trivia party
1: was actually was pretty fun. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but not as funny. Uh, you that know, one was so just I, fun, yeah. But yeah like, it's, TKO it's, was straight up like, whatever, your imagination's the limit, go for yeah. it.
0: Yeah, seeing those t-shirts pop up was one of the best parts.
1: <laughs> yeah, of the that's,
0: night.
2: that's how my week's... Weeks been going. All right? You know, BJ. Work still sucks, but whatever.
0: Yeah, even after everyone quit.
2: Dude, today it was great because I got off early. And then this whole thing went down with one of my other co workers that was like, we left and I was like, hey, man, I, I need to get off early. And he was like, okay, that's fine. And then, then he, like, he, then another guy he texts another guy like hey can you and this other guy go just spend like an hour at this other job site just anything and he was like i already went home and he was like uh i pay you for like a full day of work and he was like well the my manager because technically i'm the fucking manager i was like i was so close to being like well man you don't really treat me like a manager you kind of treat me like shit tank Uh, and, uh, so I wouldn't be pulling this my manager shit. I could just be like, "Mm, no, I didn't. I just said, just wait for Jake. Yeah, I could throw him on the bus easily. Don't pull this, well, my manager said it was A-OK to go home. And I was like, I did, because we were. And then Jake calls you on your way home after eight minutes of driving. And you say you already have something planned.
0: Yeah. Whatever.
2: Mm. Fuck the drama. But he's, uh, Jake's been tightening the noose, though. Like, on, on, uh not tightening the news but we're, like really you know like
1: running a better ship kind of a like a tight or? ship yeah
2: about like making sure like we work 8 hours before it was like all right this is a good day of work let's just go home mm-hmm. now it's like we have to get
1: the exact amount of time because it's just i don't know i mean when you when you kind of have some people who who kind of like were were abusing the system maybe for even a little bit it's like all right gotta kinda fuck, i got to kind of fuck well now no over. one's
2: losing so it's just going to be me and if he's just doing that with just me i mean Yeah, Uh, I'm. uh, I don't know how I feel, but you know, at least I have my Tuesdays with you guys.
1: The occasional Saturday or other day we're working too. That's right, doing stuff. I'm gonna go pee. Go ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead and mention my shit. Uh, I've gotten back into. I'm still reading some manga, but I've. I've been getting heavy back into like DC comics. Uh, I just read uh, Dark Knights of Steel. Which is fucking awesome if you want medieval fantasy DC Universe. Like, it's literally Game of Thrones DC Universe. You have the House of L, which is all of Superman's people. Mm -hmm. You have the fucking, like, Batman group. You have the Amazons. Like, it's so fucking cool. And it's written by Tom Taylor, who did Deceased and Injustice. And I'm like, this man just doesn't fucking miss with his, like, not canon other like not even multiverse shit like they dc that's what i love about dc is they're like this is not canon and it never will be so yeah. do not expect this to cross over in the main timeline because they're not canon they're not even part i don't even think deceased is part of the multiverse in dc they're just like this is just a story we wrote yeah don't, it doesn't have to be connected and i'm like thank god but it's good dc versus vampires was pretty solid honestly um i'm finally caught up catching up with task force z which is a zombie suicide squad led by Red Hood. So that's fun. And then uh, I've just been going through Red, Red Hood and the Outlaws again. It's like I, I read Death of the Family, read Under the Red Hood. And I'm just going through all the Red Hood stories that I have. Really digging them. Uh, I want to read Jeff John's Green Lantern run because I've heard really good things about that. Legendary because yeah, I know that's where Blackest Night comes from. Yep, and a bunch of other really good Green Lantern stories. So I might, I'm gonna find where that starts and just go from there. Um, I also just really kind of, I don't think I'm gonna going to because of the time commitment of it all. But I really want to go back and watch Batman the Animated Series, then watch Superman the Animated Series, then go into Justice League and the whole thing. Yeah, that's a lot of time. Yeah, that's a lot of shit. But I was like, I don't know, man. Part of it feels worth it, but also, yeah, fuck that.
0: You're also the only person on
1: planet Earth that's playing Gotham Knights. How has that been? Um, actually, pretty solid. It's it's definitely a seven out of ten game. Like, there's problems with it. Um, performance issues, not the best. Um, it the transmog system could use some work, but like, I honestly, i have been having fun with it because each 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 of the the knights feel different enough. Like, Red Hood is a fucking tank. They made a point to go. No, he's big. He's gonna fight like a motherfucker. And so his his hits are a lot harder. Dick uh, Nightwing is uh, well Dick Grayson. I don't know. Why I was like Dick, Dick Grayson. Night. Dick Dick Night Nightwing is uh is the acrobatic.
0: Does he have the cake?
1: Oh yeah. No, he's caked up. Okay, good. Yeah. Then you have he's a reason good. to buy the well, cake. Well, so it depends on which suit you wear. Some suits decake him, but decakeified. Yeah, fucking but, gay. Uh. Stick they, to the canon. Well, hey, actually, they, they <laughs> he hinted... He's got a big butt.
0: He's, yeah. got, a, he's got the thickest... It is,
1: it is canonical to DC Universe that Nightwing has the thickest ass he's, out of everyone. He's
0: the Mary Jane Watson of DC. It,
1: it is, like, legitimately, like, it's referenced in other comics. Like, there, I forget what comic it was, but, like, Barbara Gordon was saying something. Batgirl. I don't want to say their names like that. Batgirl was talking to Black Canary, and, like, Black Canary made a joke about Nightwing's ass at Batgirl's, like... Uh, uh, party. Yeah. Well, uh, at her expense. That's the word I was I was going to say uh, offense, <laughs> and I'm like that's not the word I'm looking for.
2: She was at her Halloween party.
1: Yeah, but uh, she literally made a joke about his ass, and she's like, "Stop! I get it. I know. I've seen it." And I'm just like, "God, I love that this is the this is the joke." If anything in the DC universe is taken seriously, it's it's Nightwing's ass. I'm glad to see that commitment to character. They Gotham Knights also is like. I don't know if this is going to be canon of the DC universe but it's very it's very much hinted at that Nightwing's by cuz there's yeah. there's a uh, there's an email chain where like Nightwing is flirting like when when he was like when he was Robin I think like a younger like 16 year old or like 17 18 whatever he was like flirting with a whole bunch of people just like to show the charm off and he, he apparently was able to convince a male reporter that like oh he might be into me type shit and Barbara was like why'd you do that he goes cuz it was funny and then there's a Nightwing scene-
0: was literally on Omegle catfishing people,
1: <laughs> but uh, there there's also a scene where he's talking to Alfred, and that, the only reason that I, I bring this up is because it's very, very blatant. Like he has like a mug that says Bloodhaven on it with the Bi flag kind of etched into it, and it just every time they they center on the mugs, that one's clear as fuck. Bi Yeah, but in, and like, Alfred, it's actually a really sweet scene, because, uh, Dick Grayson's, like, the leader of their group, he's also been the Teen Titans leader, all this stuff, and Alfred's like, look, you know, being a leader doesn't mean you have to shoulder everything on your own, like, it's a, you know, we're all here to help you, and I'm like, oh, cool, and, uh, it was a really sweet scene, but it's just every time they cut to the cups, Alfred's cup had nothing on it. It was just a white mug. Then you go, you go to Dick Grayson's, and it's it's Bloodhaven by flag, and I'm like, y'all are trying to tell me Jason's
0: something. Jason's mug is one of those like think geek ones where there's a pistol as the handle, <laughs> and then uh, oh no,
1: d- dude, I love how they're treating these like cutscenes because one, Jason is my favorite character in comics, but in this game specifically, him and Tim Tim Drake, I think, are my favorite in terms of the cutscenes because Tim is treated obviously like the younger one of the group but also like there is a scene where Tim Drake asks uh, Jason's like did it hurt when the Lazarus Pit revived you? And Jason's like it changed me. And Jason gets like this look in his eye and he turns to Tim and says we can't bring Bruce back like that. And Tim like legitimately starts like crying. Well, yeah because if it if it changed Jason it's like good. that then they're fucked if Batman comes back to life. But like the tim is like legitimately crying like what am i supposed to do then like because he feels useless now because like obviously Nightwing's like the favorite son uh batgirl had commissioner gordon and bruce the trainer tim was just kind of the new guy especially in this universe and then i i love i love the sibling dynamic they have with all of them because in, in this universe i think i think dick is in a relationship with uh starfire Fuck yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like off screen. because It's stated that uh, Batgirl and Nightwing dated, but they broke up. Ironically, they both claim they're the ones who broke it up, broke it off to like different emails you read, which that's my favorite thing is reading the emails. Yeah. Holy fuck. They're so funny. But no, dude, they're letting Jason have trauma, which I'm fucking all in on. I think I told you about this last night but there's a scene where Bar- uh, Batgirl and, and Red Hood do like a dance game like just off time they're like oh Yakuza whatever
0: disco minigame I mean yeah
1: and but it's like a Halloween theme like ooh spooky and it shows like zombies and skeletons and that puts Jason in a whole PTSD flashback of like oh fuck being raised from the dead sucks and the way you know Barbara handles it I'm like oh hell yeah they're letting him grieve they're letting him like oh yeah being raised from the dead's not fun it's it's awesome. I fucking love the story bit. The gameplay is fun. I've got to the point where it's like, yeah, I don't even want to use the bat cycle if I don't have to. Yeah. It's boring. Um the side missions are kind of shit, like just in general because it's just, "Oh, hey, look, enemies, beat them all." And it's like, "All right, cool." But like the so far I'm doing um the Harley Quinn like side case, that's really fun. I just uh, last night when we were on uh Discord, I got to the Court of Owls. Um Base, and uh it's uh oh boy what happened KFC on <laughs> hell yeah
0: kfc for this is an audio only podcast so you can't see this but kfc posted a picture of a chicken wing but with pochita's chainsaw <laughs> and handles i
1: love see, like for
2: halloween lo- i saw so many celebrities doing like anime shit like paris Hilton did sailor moon yeah alicia keys did beerus yeah dude that one
1: threw it's, me for a fucking loop did you see fucking megan the stallion i sent, I sent that shit Mirko? to you bro uh-huh. i sent that shit to you in snapchat i was like dear god
0: she yeah. has to know that they used her as drawing reference
1: oh and i think that's why she did it like every my hero fan knows that at this point now it's like if she watches any anime and goes online, uh, she knows um, cardi b did marge simpson that's good. Uh, that yeah. was hilarious. That one was like cursed kind of shit.
2: Dude, yeah. So it was it was pretty cool seeing all that.
1: I I saw a lot of like on just online people dressing up. Like my favorite one was someone goes, "I dress up as Denji," and it literally was just a, a dude, a blonde haired a... dude with a shirt. But but he went the extra mile you saw the little rip cord coming out of the shirt, and I was like, "All right, at least he went that far." Yeah. But like that's my favorite. It's like I'm gonna dress up as as Denji, or I'm gonna dress up as Power. And it's just like put little. Devil that, ears. that's the thing at
0: uh, when I went to M-Tech the last M-Tech that happened there were so many makimas and so many powers and basically what you do for that costume is you take a bunch of shit out of your closet and then you buy a $10 wig on Amazon and maybe you have to make some paper horns
1: <laughs> yeah So, well Denji's for me I was literally th- tempted to like buy blonde hair dye just to be like oh if I take the mask off like, oh I'm Denji and I'm like I don't fucking care I was like, I have the mask. I'm fine. Yeah.
0: I would like to do, like, a big EVA foam project of the chainsaw devil
1: with the tongue
0: and everything. I think that would be pretty sick, but that would take a lot of time. God,
1: that's going to be a fun scene to animate the fucking chainsaw devil in the burner joint with Kobeni.
0: Dance. Yeah, we got our first appearance of Kobeni this week.
1: And Himeno. Yeah, the whole crew that's gonna be stuck in a fucking eternity devil, uh, hotel, and I'm I'm hyped for that episode. Yeah, that's a that's I mean that's a, like I think that's next week. That'll be next week. So probably that's a, yeah.
2: that's a like a, a monument like that that sets a lot of precedents like for the whole show. Like that's where yeah, uh, Denji learns his powers, um, and then and then after that. Yeah, I'd say that's like one of the bigger markers.
1: That in, that's in, that's in like the first year. like big like obviously the Bat Devil arc, which is what we just finished. Yeah, I mean, and then you get the Eternity Devil, and the next I think is just Katana Man, right? Like, isn't that the first like big arc of Chance I of Man? Mean, when
2: does Aki get his new power with the Future Devil?
1: That's after Darkness Devil. That's after the.
2: Is it really after Darkness? Oh, yeah.
1: with the Future Devil? Yeah. No, that was when uh when uh Himeno with that whole thing. because uh, the cause assassination it's, arc? yeah. Well, yeah, because it's... So... Because it goes... Yeah, the assassination arc, which is when a lot of people die, and then Makima does the whole Yakuza thing where she, like, you know, kills a bunch of people. Uh, You get the Katana Man stuff, uh, and then him and... Obviously, Himeno has her deal with her devil that ends the way it does, Then you got Aki, who makes the deal with the future devil, and then he... By the way, spoilers, sorry. Uh, He goes because it's all to fight uh, whoever is katana man was working for because that's the whole thing is when they when Denji fights katana man and then Aki catches up they do the whole nut kicking thing mm-hmm. which is dude let's do a tournament arc if you make him scream the loudest you win <laughs> and they each just take turns kicking this dude in the nuts over and over again and it's like it's for him and oh and I'm like hell yeah I think that's where they're going to end the season on I think the 12 episodes Getting we did, nuts. It Well, it's going to be Katana Man. So whatever is through his arc. And after that, after Katana Man, it's Rize. So season two is going to start with the bomb devil. And probably... I think lead- they're going
2: to break that up into two episodes. It's got to be first one. I think how I said how they're going to end it is right when she pulls her, her cord on her neck. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, oh shit, she's a devil.
0: I think... The uh, the hotel is gonna take up two episodes because of just where the last one
1: ended. Yeah, yeah. it's gotta. Yeah, for it says, we still gotta see the boob touch, and then he's well, gonna touch I, Makima's boobs. That's right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They're they really. I don't think they're gonna show us the boob touch. I think they will. I mean, they
0: they'll definitely show it. I don't think it just won't be like
1: full well, no,
0: titty out. Well, no, because well, in the manga it's not.
1: Well, because remember in the manga it's the implant. She's got like padding.
0: Oh, yeah, she put, like, shit in her bra.
1: Well, yeah. no, it's, it's legitimately just boob padding, and he's like, this feels weird. And then he gets to touch her actual chest, and he's like, oh, I didn't really feel anything. And then Makima lets him she touch, and he goes... We, we paused
0: the episode halfway through and had a deep philosophical conversation about Dingy's motivations and Catcher in the Rye and similarities yeah, it was really, it was there. Really
1: good. I think we nailed it on the head. Well, I think... When you break down Chainsaw Man as a whole, like, there's a lot of deep shit. Like, obviously, Makima and Control and like what what... and his shit
0: i mean just on the surface level a lot of the imagery is very deep on its own but you get in character motivations and all that stuff like
1: when you break down denji as a character like when you take him at face value he's not any different from your typical shonen protagonist he he, he loves loves that he has
2: a dream but his dream is the one that everyone like makes fun of even not like outside of the anime like pe- people, people are, are like, making like, yeah, oh, people- I, don't, oh,
1: you're, I don't want to watch the anime where it's about the main character who's supposed to touch titties. Yeah.
2: And then, and then, yeah. But, and in the anime, everyone's like, you have a, that's a weak ass dream that you just want to touch some boobs. Yeah. But we were talking about how that being Denji and how terrible of a childhood and growing up he has, he doesn't really have like understanding about emotional connections with other human beings. And so like what he really wants is an emotional connection, a deep connection with somebody. And he probably wants a girlfriend because what, teenager doesn't want a girlfriend like that's a that's a normal desire but mm-hmm. he just thinks that the, what that means is that you get to touch boobs kiss and have sex right and that that's not ultimately what he wants is that what he wants is deep human connections and people to like him and him like other people
1: it's what it it's what i like about him because like for the most part a lot of them if you take a typical shonen protagonist it's, I like eating a lot of food, or I'm a pervert, or, like, all this shit. Or,
0: hey, I'm Goku. I'm going to fight whoever yeah. the fuck throws hands <laughs> and, and it's abandon like,
1: my kids. Jesus, Goku's a terrible dad. Uh, Piccolo's like, a great dad, though. Piccolo's the best, like, stepdad you could ever have. Honestly, I'm Sp- I'm waiting for when Chi-Chi leaves Goku for Speaking Piccolo. Speaking
0: of Dragon Ball Z, I just have to shout out my boy Sam. Um, I didn't know that he was huge into collecting cards, and Dragon Ball Z cards specifically, and uh do we you remember yeah. I mean, yeah but um do you remember when Dokan Battle came out? yeah the, They the, were the just taking game. the art from the Japanese arcade cards and putting them into that game. He collects those. He knows someone in Japan that sends him cards.
1: Hey, can can you see if he's got anybody who can get some of that Bleach Coca-Cola?
0: Uh probably. Honestly? He um this contact that he has gets him like Yu-Gi-Oh and all the shit that he likes. But um, he was like, hey, I've got some duplicate Dragon Ball Z cards. You said you were into them. Do you want any of these? And I was like, fuck yeah, send me pictures of the dupes that you have. So um, I've got them in my car right now, but they're the actual like Japanese text arcade machine ones. And uh, I was like, let me get like this one, this one, this one. I got like 10 cards from him. He was like, all right, uh, how's 18 bucks sound? And I was like, fuck. "I was like, that makes me feel bad. At least let me give you 20 <laughs> So, shout out to Sam. Thank you for the dope-ass cards. I fucking love them. Hey, Sam, if you can give me some of that Bleach Soul Burst Coca-Cola, I'd be super down. He also told me about a store that we need to go check out up in uh, Gallatin, I think it is. Okay. But uh, the guy imports a bunch of shit, has a bunch of, like, Japanese merch, figures, cards, and uh, he said he keeps all the good shit behind the counter, so if you tell him that Sam sent you... (laughs) He'll show you that good shit. So I was like, okay, well, this sounds like a side quest for the boys. Yes, sir. So definitely going to have to check that out with you guys someday.
1: Hell yeah, dude.
2: Dude, you know what I've been pretty pissed about lately? What you been pissed about? Other than work.
0: You know what grinds my gears?
2: Work and uh, the fact that... Henry Cavill quit Witcher because of the fucking writers. Well, it's that not the just that the right. The, no, it's and that the writers do not want to follow the booker game and they don't like that Geralt. And so the who, there's another guy who left also with Geralt. Uh, I think he was a producer. He, he had
1: left earlier. Before yeah. Cavill. Was, was he a producer? He was like a pr- producer, like director or whatever the heck he was. But yeah, yeah. He, he had he's the one who said, yeah, they don't like the games of the books.
0: So it's the real life Geralt and Gaskier (laughs) leaving.
1: This
2: is what I will say. I saw somebody do like some, uh, what is it? When they do uh...
1: like face thing, like face app stuff. Yeah. With Liam. He does look. I think he's gonna look fine. I think
0: he fits the look fine. He does. I just but don't think. I was think... gonna say
1: he
2: looks great. I actually do think he looks. really I, he
1: good. He definitely at... doesn't give a shit about the source material as much as Henry will. That he no. will, he will not and fight I mean, that for fucking,
2: it. It just pisses me off when we get like people that care on projects. I mean, like it's that's why like you get like characters like um, Ian McKellen as Gandalf, who literally when filming like a lot of people hate on The Hobbit. I actually. Like the Hobbit movies,
0: I I I like them for what they are. I like
2: them too. I hate I hate they're how fun. they changed shit.
0: Yeah, and I hate that there. There's a third movie in there that does not need to exist. The third at movie all.
2: does not need to exist. But the first two are, are I actually and the first one I thought was
0: I, I loved the first one. Well, first I saw one I that I one in theaters.
2: Is like up to par with the other ones because I was like it's better graphics, good CGI, and the story's great. They're giving Radagast character. Like everything was really good. But Ian McKellen in that would like constantly be like, No, this is how it's done in the book and this is how I'm gonna do it. And they did so much stuff, even in the original, the original one, he didn't do as much, but after his like seniority as Gandalf, they were like, You can do whatever you want. Just tell us how to do this. Yeah. And Ian McKellen was just like the authority on the book on on the set. And I love that. And and when you get people that care about source material, it's so important. I mean, I know in mean, fact in the Dune movies, they did a lot of that as well. They were like constantly checking the book and being like, "Okay, well, like, even though this is really art, like, not artified, but what is it like?" Uh,
0: like, I I don't know what how to quantify that, but I will agree with you there. Like, as far as Dune goes, I didn't like it as a movie but they were trying their fucking hardest to put as much in as they could. And then and everything much, looks really hard. spot on yeah. everything.
1: Everything lo- like when you read Dune and you watch Dune, you're like, that's exactly what I pictured.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's, yeah, they, they take, you know, you know, their shots that you think are just way too long about something or, you know, really ridiculous, but you're like, but they do do a really good job at really trying to capture what, the, how the book is and, and certain perspective and they have lines that are almost like identical in the book and you're like okay they're really trying and I love that I think that's I, so important th-
0: there's one scene in Dune that I will that puts the movie in kind of a I can watch it again territory uh-huh. for me and it's the scene where they're about to leave Castle Caledon and Paul is like walking on the beach and just admiring his home for the last time that one really hit me
2: there's another good one, which is when, um, what's his
1: mom's don't, name? don't push it. You're just going to go. No, that Well, one no, shit. actually, I think, <laughs> I don't
2: know if you've gotten to this part. Um, what's the mom's name?
1: Uh, Jennifer. No, no. It's a, it's a very much not fantasy sci-fi name. I'm pretty sure hers was like I'm
2: forgetting her name. Well, she is, is going through. When do they get to Dune? Uh, Arrakis.
0: Bacchus. <laughs> Arrakis Bacchus. <laughs> uh, Bacchus on Arrakus. He teaches Paul how to fight. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> and, and, uh, you got to
1: drink your own ass sweat in this desert, boy. <laughs> hey, let me show you my friend Miracle Johnson. We'll get you through this <laughs> real quick.
2: And so uh, she's going through, like, picking um, house, like, like uh, servants for the house. And how and there's the whole thing in the book of how she picks this one servant, how she knows that she is, um, she's... um. It's so long. I'm forgetting all the um, Ben Jesuit No, the, all the
1: native people. Number one dude oh, fan right um, here, guys.
0: The fucking uh, Fremen.
2: The Fremen. She knows she's Fremen, and it's that whole scene that goes on that she knows that he, she has a blade, and she knows what blade it is, and that the whole thing of of that when uh, when she asks like, "Do you know what this the blade means?" She goes, "It's a maker," and that whole part is like like exactly out of the book of how. You know she's she she uh she says when you see prophecy like for the first time like it's really it's it, it's hard your emotion it's hard to even deal with it when you like realize it. and I, that part i was like that's that's like straight out of the book that, that could have been a better like shot for shot of how i imagined it in the book going. I,
1: I got a question for you guys because why is it right so anything related to comics and video games When they go to adapt these, why does every director slash writer decide "fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself"? Because like you look at the anime and manga, right? And it's like case when we're watching Chancel Man, it's like this is a really good adaption of the source material. You then go and watch the Witcher show or another thing Henry Cavill's been on, Man of Fucking Steel, and you're like, this is not like this is someone else's vision of Superman, not a Superman comic that come to life.
2: Because in I think in the scene that is movies and entertainment and TV show you get like not notoriety but you get like fame and and notice from being yourself and creative so it's a lot of like you did this different you did this special you you got to be different you can't take you can't take this thing you got to make it your own you got to have your own twist on something you got to do it and when, when that's the case, it's not, you're always trying to take, you're like, this is a really good base material, but now let me do it how I want it. Because that's how I, I've known, how, that's how i become this great director that everyone knows It's because it's my own, you know, hint of whatever. And it's, and so when you have like stuff that, especially I think when it, you get like in video games that have like, you know, or like Witcher, great example, it's a book you know it's it's written material that was turned into a video game and it's so you, a sequel it, series of video games and so we have we have visual material of what we believe geralt looks like geralt looks like and all of us i mean at least me who've read a bunch of the books i mean i've read like 5 of them i think the 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 game does an amazing job at 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 um representing the books and geralt and the and everything in it and then so you have all the stuff that's really good that you've based everything on and then you go to a tv show and it's like uh, probably they're like, well, we, we, I can't just make the game into a TV show because that's not me doing my own thing. That's not being creative. That's not what's going to make us money. And especially when like a lot of the stuff of like making money, you got to like meet certain things. You got to hit quotas of of other stuff. And I just think it's it's all messy.
1: Look at For, game. Look at game. Oh, sorry. Sorry. For me,
0: it's all about uh, respect of the original work. Like. If you can tell when that's there and when it's not, like, we wouldn't have a Deadpool movie at all if Ryan Reynolds wasn't a huge fan of the source material and knew the character by heart, and that kind of goes into something that I wanted to talk about anyway, but the, uh, the fucking prologue cartoon about Knuckles for Sonic Frontiers just came out today, and, uh... I still need to watch it. Yeah, I... You will watch it is right big after the this. Cat? It's not big the cat. It's just Knuckles. Oh, okay. And uh, I've, I've heard well,
1: they made Knuckles actually feel fucking badass again.
0: Knuckles is very fucking badass. He goes like he kind of does another monologue like he does at the beginning of Sonic Adventure, where he's like, "I don't know why I'm on this island, but I explore it every day and try to find every nook and cranny to try to figure out what happened."
1: Is to, it still uh, Travis Blingham?
0: Uh, I think so. It's the new Knuckles voice actor, but he does a great job in this short. But because well,
1: um, he obviously wait, saw, it. yeah, he's Knuckles. Travis, Travis Willingham is the Knuckles voice awesome. hey, for quick, Boom and for Frontier Forces. Quick thing
2: in um the Gotham Knights: Are there any uh, critical role cast as uh...
1: uh none of the main cast? Okay, uh, but so, I I it. feel like I've heard a couple Travis's and Liam and uh, uh, Sam. Uh, no, uh, nah. Matt. Just as, like, thug number five or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. a
0: lot of those big-name voice actors get a a bunch of roles as, like, unnamed side characters. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've gone through a game, and I'm just beating up on some guy, and I'm like, that's fucking Yuri Lowenthal. (laughs) But
1: um, this short starts (coughs) with... Before you go on, nothing is funnier than playing Spider-Man, and you're beating up on a dude and go, that is the same voice actor who voices Spider-Man. It's Yuri Lowenthal... Beating up Yuri Lowenthal in New York City, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, dude!"
0: <laughs> yeah, I I fucking love Yuri Lowenthal. I think he's a great Spider-Man.
1: He's, he's also a, the best edgy emo boy in Sasuke.
0: Facts. But uh this short starts with Knuckles reminiscing on all the things that he saw of Takal and his. They showed to call They showed Takal. They showed uh, her father, the chief. They show all the shit that they show in the flashbacks of Sonic Adventure.
1: Wait, so this is canon to adventure? This is
0: canon to adventure. Fucking let's
1: go! Tikal
0: is like the ancestor that tried to stop uh, the other echidnas from trying to take the the chaos emeralds and ended up creating chaos as a monster. And then right after that flashback ends, Knuckles is like, I'll figure it out someday. And then the red orb, Tikal's spirit, is there watching over him. And then he turns around to see it, and she like flies up into a cloud. So Tikal is very much still canon in Sonic. And then he's flying around Angel Island, just checking in on everything, which uh, he uses one of the teleporters from Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and he's in that zone, flying around, climbing up and everything. And um, the only other inhabitants on Angel Island anymore are Chao. Which they do the chow exactly how they do in Sonic Adventure 2 with the emote balls, they change depending on what they're doing. Now
2: is there a garden?
0: Uh I mean I don't know. I really hope that there's a garden in this game, because they're really setting it up to feel like there is. But uh that's another thing that I've been doing. I've just been doing chow shit in Sonic Adventure 2. I unlocked the Hell Garden.
2: Dude, you're like the Side Quest King.
0: Yeah, I am I'm the Side Quest King. The dragon of side quests. <laughs> But uh,
1: God, dude, we have to do like a, a parody like t-shirt? intro. Oh. Well, no, like a parody <laughs> intro thing where anytime one of us walks in the room, it does the like the doo doo and the red lo- letters of like B J Stewart, the drag. B J Stewart, chronic masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> it's like head of the side quest family. It goes like, oh, Matt's coming in. And Matt walks in. It's like Matt Lytekid, blah blah. <laughs> this of the of the side quest. Boom, boom. Subsidiary to whatever clan. It's like, oh, that'd be fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, that would be very good but you you need to watch that short and the comic also is very there's a prequel comic they're coming out with online exclusively that's very focused on sonic adventure um but it's from sonic so tales it Sounds like
2: there's a lot of sonic adventure like tiebacks
0: yeah which is very a lot of people are very mad at Sonic within the last couple years because they're not sticking to any of the canon that they established. Mm. And then the guy that's been writing the comics, Ian Flynn is all about that shit and uh, he's who's writing the new game he wrote the comics and he wrote that short. So it's kind of like don't worry, I'm doing all the shit that you want me to do.
1: (laughs) Ian Ian Flynn specifically has been like the guy for Sonic stuff because the comics have probably been the best they've been because like so Sega has like a lot of rules when it comes to Sonic. So like Sonic can never lose. He can never cry. He can never be sad, really? uh, yeah, th- because he has to win. He always has to win. Uh, no one What's can be he, like the Vin Diesel. The of- Vin Diesel yeah. of comic yeah. books. <laughs> uh, no books? one. No one can be in a relationship. But Amy still has her crush on Sonic. But no one can get in a relationship, so it can never go anywhere. Shadow what? cannot have friends, <gasps> and he has to be an edgy boy. He has to be the Vegeta. Like he he has to be an, a, a complete. He has edgy to be boy.
0: Arc One Vegeta. Yeah.
1: Can't have any friends. No, even though, and even like though the,
0: they've established that he has friends.
1: No, like seriously, in Sonic Heroes, Sonic 06, Shadow the Hedgehog, he's friends with Rouge the Bat and E 102. What is Omega. His name? Omega. I almost said Gamma. Oh, the, uh, the Gamma roller. is
0: in the new comic. I heard which that. I'm hyped. It's fucking crazy. Uh,
1: but like. Omega, so he's, like, friends, but he's friends. They have a team that was called Team Dark for so long, and Sega said... I not even know about that. Sega straight up said, yeah, Team Dark doesn't exist and never has existed. What? Like, straight up telling you that, no, that's not a thing. It never was a thing. Shadow is a loner. He's a... He's a... He's, he's so mean. weird, because, like... It, it's... It's literally, like, I love... he's I, not,
2: like, a bad guy like Eggman. No, he he's, was...
0: He's the anti-hero. He's but, the Vegeta. The,
2: but... I mean, come on, like... Like... Shippuden, you know, it's like you get like Naruto and Sasuke finally, you know,
0: yeah,
1: it, I don't understand that. It's, it's one so, of the. It's one like of those things, classic
2: anime thing is like the people that hate each other are then become the best friends and the best duo and they, they, they make each other. Oh, trust out. me.
1: <laughs> there's moments in the comics where like Sonic and Shadow go super together and beat the fuck out of a bad guy and it's the most hype thing. And what you expect him to go is have like. And then, you know, and
2: then, and then he's like, then Shadow's like, so this means they are friends. And Sonic's like. Fuck no! You no.
1: have No, and no! Friends. It's the opposite. Where Sonic's like, "Hey man, it's great team up." Then Shadow goes, "Don't fucking talk to me," and like we we'll walk away. And it's like, "Fuck you!" It's a
0: character Fuck assassination. You. It
1: is because if you if his arc from Sonic Adventure Two, sadly no Shadow the Hedgehog all those guns
2: and in, in uh
1: yeah, and wearing all those trench coats. Yeah. Dude, it's shattered the game. Oh, there's the the worst one is that te- canonically there's no money in the in the Sonic universe. Even though the rings are a thing. Which makes no yeah. goddamn sense because, at all. And you know what makes you know what makes it funnier? So they, it's is, sexual favors that they trade. See? No, because even then, they can't do that either. It the fucking thing that gets beans. me beans. <laughs> it's beans. Beans. No, like they're what was it? like? Magic bean. Vector the Crocodile has a detective agency that is canonically falling on hard times. They cannot pay their bills. The
0: whole plot of Sonic Heroes is they are like, we need to get a job so that we can pay the rent. And now they're like, there's no money.
1: Now they just have an office space that... Have they have no reason to go What's, out and do work.
2: Why is it so fucked up? Why is the, the
0: Sonic? I, I don't know what it was
1: because
2: of
0: Ken Penders. It's a hundred percent because of fucking Ken Penders coming in and giving all the characters AIDS and making them fuck everybody and just trying to steal dude, characters from dude, Sonic. Dude, dude,
2: dude Oh do you know, we need to show on, him
1: like the Ken Penders shit. Oh my I, gosh. Uh,
2: I know what would fix everything. Mm-hmm. One one character. Sonic shoe. Bro he would fix everything. He's yeah. gonna
0: come out and blast to the extreme. Oh,
2: he's gonna come.
1: <laughs> Several times. <laughs> no, but like seriously, Ken Penders, like if you if you watch Ken any Penders. videos what, about what? this man's he was the original writer of the Sonic Comics for Archie, when Archie was doing the Sonic Comics. And he like did Archie the Comics? Yes. Yeah, they Archie Comics
0: the right, for a while. They just did Archie and Sonic the Hedgehog. What the fuck? Yeah and then they got Mega Man later on down the line, which is actually a pretty fucking sick comic,
1: but and then IDW, which are the guys who own the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, got Sonic later after Archie like ran the license out. Yeah. And so then IDW got it, which since IDW got it- It's all been peaked since been then. It's been amazing. Even with the shitty like restrictions, Like that's why Shadow doesn't appear in the comic a lot is because of those rule sets that he can't have friends, he can't be happy, he can't all that shit. So Ian Flynn's like, I don't want to write Shadow if I can't use him how I want to use him. So he barely writes him. But the Ken Penders saga, is he had a huge like, fucking hard-on for the echidnas. Because holy fuck, the amount of OC, original character, do-not-steal echidnas oh. he made is fucking insane. They made a spinoff comic just about Knuckles. Where he was like Jesus.
0: He, he filled that comic with just other echidnas that he created and then Created. yeah and then when uh sonic chronicles the dark brotherhood came out for the nintendo ds my favorite game of all time um he started a lawsuit over that game because, because the he enemy was like
1: faction was too similar to one of his enemy factions and he got pissed yeah didn't he try to sue the movie too
0: uh i, I think so yeah but paramount was just like fuck off
1: but like
2: anytime like an echidna other than Knuckles. other than Knuckles yeah, shows up, though. he
1: gets fucking irate. No, that's that's actually why there is only Knuckles. Like and I guess to call because that was before his time, I guess, but like Knuckles is the only Echidna that they use.
0: And that's that's another thing that I've mentioned on the podcast before. We watch Sonic Two in theaters, all three of us, and uh there there's that whole flashback sequence where, you know, they show the history of the owls versus the echidnas, and then uh Ken Penders threw a fit because Knuckles' dad was in it, and he was like, "No, I created Knuckles' dad." But there's a character in those flashbacks that he absolutely did create it, that he just said nothing at all about, and it was absolutely Enerjack the one echidna that harnessed the power of the master emerald and fucking turned green he had interjects design and hair and everything and he didn't say a goddamn word about that
1: no he just freaked out about knuckles has a dad that was my idea i came up with that he
0: fucking can't even keep his own shit straight in his head
1: he's created so many echidnas it it is and then like and got, so, was
2: he a
1: he was the lead writer of the comic he had almost full creative control of all the comics oh, so at he the just time.
2: wants like credit after he's lost control
1: I
0: yeah. guess, yeah. He, he basically wants the copyright to Sonic characters that oh, he doesn't now. own.
1: It gotcha. it sucked, too, because, like, it wasn't just Knuckles that had the problems. Like, the really we- like, I think what Sally Acorn's, like, what, canonically 13, 14 years old?
0: Yeah, and she and, also... And,
1: and she's had the most sexual shit done to her in the comics for a PG, like you know for kids comic
0: yeah she i think the skunk gave her aids and then she gave sonic aids and oh, then that's yeah yeah and then that's how that whole thing started she's died like 15 times canonically how, how did they
2: get, like animal
0: AIDS? AIDS. it's it's not called aids i think it's the one that
1: maria has where it's like space aids <laughs> but uh yeah maria maria shadow's friend who was in the arc uh which you'll see when we play the dark storyline. She was she was Gerald Robot or Gerald right was the dad or the grandpa. Uh yeah yeah Gerald Robotnik Robotnik's granddad or Eggman's granddad. His daughter, da- yeah had some type of sickness where I guess being in space with zero gravity and shit made it made I her don't... have AIDS. Well no she had AIDS on Earth <laughs> and then when she went <laughs> to the AIDS she involved. went to space and it made it worse. Well, no it made it, well no it made it better because apparently the the zero gravity made it kill her slower. The aides didn't know which way was up, so yeah. they couldn't attack. <laughs> but, like, that's, I think, yeah, the same shit they gave to Sonic and Sally and all them. And then Sonic cucks Tails. Oh my, yeah! What? Sonic... He fucks Tails' girlfriend. Yes. What do you mean? I thought they couldn't have relationships. Well, no, this is before. Well, this is why. <laughs> yeah, all this is why that shit is in there. So like, There's a
0: bunch of, like, really buff like, furry wolves How do that they were... know that
1: they banged? Oh, they Sonic tells it, him. Yeah, they Sonic straight tells tails, "I fucked your girl." No, what you gonna do about it? They also make it, it very
0: clear with the art what they're doing.
1: What? Was what? The, there was that one comic where I Sonic.
2: Need to, I, you need to show me pictures because I dis, I'm in disbelief that
1: this isn't. There, a there's the Sega one. Game. There's the one comic where Sonic and like the metal bunny girl. Straight up had Bunny sex, robot. Yeah. yeah, and and happens. and they were literally like laying down, cuddling by a tree, and she goes, "Woo, that was something." And Sonic's like, "I'm just way too cool or some shit," and, and it's literally like, "Dog, this is for kids," and you straight up like like she's like smoking a cigarette type shit after sex. Yeah, it is so funny. and They're like, "We should do this again," and Sonic's or Sonic's like, "We should do this again," and she's like, "You know we can't," and I'm like, "What the fuck is
0: going on?" And I'm sure that. That was also a cheating situation, because Anton and Bunny...
1: Well, and I think at that point, Sally and Sonic. Yeah. Like, Ken Penders, like, treated the Sonic lore as his own personal fan fiction.
0: It's like he started life wanting to write Gossip Girl, but could only get the license to Sonic the Hedgehog. It is fucking wild. I can see the reflection in your glasses of you
1: looking up Archie Sonic sex scenes. (laughs) There, that's got to be a video. Like it, it's it's it's. I would argue is just as weird as the Chris Chan videos. I have
0: plenty of uh, videos that just blanket cover Ken Pender shit.
1: It is so wild.
0: Comic Drake did one that was pretty good.
1: Comic Drake, I think, is the best one.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, we don't have to worry about that now. They're letting Ian Flynn tie in other games. Well,
1: that's a, that's another thing. Is they Ian Flynn couldn't like retroactively mention other games. So, like, he had stuff where, like, it was a silhouetted version of the Werehog or a silhouetted version of the Ark. All this stuff. But he couldn't mention it until he can mention stuff. Like, they had to mention Shadow's backstory once. They straight up said, yeah, the Black Arms was a thing. And it was like, oh, so Shadow the Hedgehog is canon. This is real? Yes. Yeah, that's official. You could. That's real. And the craziest thing about
0: Sonic comics mm-hmm. is that you could buy them at Kroger. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yep. So, there's definitely at least five kids in the world that went out to buy milk with their mom and picked
1: up that comic. And became a furry. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog comics for sure caused some furries. I'm not, like, it had to. Yeah, it was definitely a the first pandemic. When did they... <laughs> <laughs> when, when, uh, what was it they... When did they do the, uh, the adventure storylines, right? They did that, uh, like, mid-100, I think. Because I remember they did Adventure 1 and 2, and it was, like, kind of on track. Like they, it was like how Sonic X did it. Yeah. Where it was like, this is that storyline. Because they already
0: had so much shit in place that they were like, okay, well, we have to kind of ride around this dog shit canon that we
1: already have. So, so, like, they didn't fully follow the games. They just kind of did like, by the way, this happened. Yeah. But,
2: uh... Oh my I, gosh, they're all, all banging.
1: See? Dude, it it's... Ken Pender's Sonic era is wild. Like, there, there is a video we have to see. And like Pender's. Like is- but, thankfully, Ian Flynn is is on board and he's writing or at least he's writing the dialogue and, and not I think Sega still wrote the scenario for Frontiers but uh, he's writing like all the dialogue I think he, and all the stuff.
0: He's also got a consulting role in that too I think but um, the fact that you know Takal and Chow are in this short that is canon the, um, the prequel comic is all referencing Sonic Adventure and then Gamma is in the main comics timeline right now is fucking huge and I think after they saw what his work with uh frontiers did I think they're loosening restrictions now and that's if why it's happening
1: I I don't my thing look because they have it's the same thing with vector and vanilla but it's uh it's the sniper it's is it's, it's what is their names uh tangle and whisper those two characters are so blatantly in a relationship that they can't talk about because of the fucking restrictions, that that's the first thing I want them just to say, fuck it. It's Canon and move the fuck on. Cause yeah. every time they're on screen together or on screen, so the, I guess on my screen it works. <laughs> but like every time they're next to each other, it's like, you're literally, I'm yelling at these fucking furry animals. Like just fuck already. But they can't because well, he, ha- he has to offhandedly mention like, well, you know, they're really close friends. Speaking of snipers, I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five.
0: Hell yeah! And uh, I went down to the med bay where they keep quiet, and um, I was just like, because she always stays down there with her top undone. Mm-hmm. I took out the like mm-hmm. the fucking binoculars, and I was zooming in trying to see a titty, and then like I was changing angles and everything, and I went all the way around behind her, and um, they, they have this system in place where if you try to zoom in on her feet. She, like, lifts her legs up in the air. And I was like, well, that's a weird thing to, like, just automatically put in the game. So I went over to the corner and zoomed in on the feet again, and the amount of detail that they put in this woman's feet is disgusting. You can see veins in her feet, and when she moves them, you can see the fucking crinkle on the soles and shit.
1: I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Is this why this took this long, dude? Like, the, anytime Kojima does anything with a woman, I'm like, because what was his reasoning behind Quiet's design? Was he was like, because
0: she has to photosynthesize? Yep, yeah, yeah,
2: she has to photosynthesize, and so she can't, she can't, she doesn't want to wear a lot of clothing.
0: However, in the first cutscene of the game where she shows up to kill you, she is wearing a full, full combat
2: jumpsuit. Yeah, that's right. You, I, I kind of want to get gold Quiet, <laughs> gold and
1: silver Quiet yeah. skins. I still, I'm still, i still mad at them for the... in Was it Ground Zeroes where you get to play as Raiden?
0: Yeah, it's Ground Zeroes. And then I think there's a... It's either an official thing where you have to unlock it or it's a mod where they put him into
1: actual V. Because um, that one mission in Ground Zeroes where it's like... It literally... Snake hands him the fucking sword and he goes, Nah, bro. Give me a gun, and I'm like, I don't you. need it for
0: this. Is the I, way that I saw it.
1: I literally was like, no, fuck you. Let me go ape shit. Like, could you imagine if during Ground Zeroes, Ryden shows up and is like, oh, this it's been stealth action this whole time, and all of a sudden, the second you switch to Ryden, it becomes the biggest butt fuck action game you could ever imagine. Yep, that would have been way cool. I would love a follow up to that game, but we're never getting it. Yeah, I know. It's hey, at, at least Bayonetta is now good again. Yeah. I mean it was never bad, but the people involved with it were bad. Shout out to Helena Taylor losing her job. Yeah. Fuck you. You lit- I I feel so bad for anyone who was like jumping on like the oh, I don't want to support this game because it fucked her over and losing their collectors editions. My thing was I wasn't saying a single thing about it until it was basically already over. Oh no,
0: yeah, it, it was better to wait because I in my mind I was like this doesn't add up. Like platinum would be saying something about this if this was what was actually happening, and then it looks like I was right. What are you looking at now?
2: I just thought I mean, it was like George Lucas to direct a sequel to Rogue One. It's called A New Hope.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, did you see the new Fortnite trailer? No. Luke, oh
1: yeah, they're doing a big Star Wars. Leia collab. and Han are now in the shop. Luke, Leia, Han, and they're bringing back lightsabers. A
2: lot of the battle pass points. Buckaroos.
1: I'm wait. I'm honestly waiting till my, probably my next paycheck to buy those. Hopefully, if it's still there, because I want them all. But they brought the blasters back. They brought lightsabers back. The Vader boss is back. I think. Yeah. The, big so, boss. So yeah, they're doing a big Star Wars collab. That would be a good boss. I still need to watch Tales of the Jedi and Andor. I haven't seen Tales of the Jedi yet was talking about it. Everybody says it? it's
0: fucking great.
2: I bet it is. I'm going to just wait till Kevin gets back. That'll be next week.
0: Where is Kevin? I expected to see him on Halloween, and he's like, oh, he's not here.
2: Yeah, he's in Cancun. Oh, no, he was in, he's in Mexico. Uh, but for the first week, he was in Cancun, and now this second week, I don't know where he is, but I texted him. I said, hey, man, are you still in Can- living it up in Cancun, or uh, have you been kidnapped by the uh, by the cartel? And then I sent him a, a gift that I that I. Customized of uh, some uh, Mexican gang members beating down a door, like, and it said,
1: Where, Where's Senor Kevin? What was the gif you sent that BJ's first response was, How the fuck did you make that gif? I, I forget what it was, but that we were talking about like some sexual shit, and you had a gif ready that even I was like, How the fuck did he yeah, get that?
2: I got some good gif action.
0: We know Kevin is definitely. Got his hands full down there, at least. Yeah, he
2: might, but he might be dead. I was, I'm the, I'm waiting for a text with like him surrounded by a bunch of people in ski masks (laughs) and and guns. Send us this much money, or Kevin dies. We'll chop off his nuts, and I'll be like, "Do it, do him a favor." He's been looking for that. I've been wanting him to do that for years,
1: bro. Shout out, shout out to, shout out Kevin's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Kevin's nuts. No, I was gonna say shout out to whoever, whichever Crunchyroll intern who's not getting paid nearly as much who uh, titles their videos, because I want to send you The Witcher Mercury where it's like Choo Choo introduces her fist to this bully's face. I was like, fuck yeah.
2: No, he, no, Choo Choo introduces bully's face to the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that
1: God, I they they don't even be working that hard.
2: Dude, Luke got some the Pat Labor complete collection, so we're gonna probably peep that in the near future.
0: Fuck
2: yeah. I'm scrolling
1: through Pat the labor. text chain and I forgot that there was a point where BJ has this like hospital worker running with like a pan with this monster shit in there. <laughs> I'm
2: what? like, it's that, that picture. I, when was that picture?
1: Th- it was like, I, I don't know why he sent it, but you we were in the Discord because you were talking about what characters are in Gundam Evolution because you sent the fucking armor tank That's next. That's in Discord? No, it was in the text chain. Oh, there, there's Doja Cat's titties. All right, uh, Persona Five podcast shit. But I'll, I'm just scrolling through to see if I can find that fucking gif. But I don't think I can. But holy fuck, <laughs> you just threw that in the group chat with no like, no explanation. Just like here you go.
0: Yeah, I like doing that.
2: <laughs> I see it. Now. I've, I haven't. I've never seen that photo before. <laughs>
1: damn
2: oh well well is that it for tonight
1: i'm hungry um i'm also pretty it's, hungry it's, been, it's been about an hour if there's anything else i want to no, yeah hour 15 nothing nothing
0: good enough we made it past an hour we already beat super mega <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real Isn't there's like hitting that 45 50 i mean without ads it's definitely like 40 minutes <laughs> and they're the always like oh i gotta get up and take a piss Oh, i gotta go to the bathroom taking constant breaks really yeah
1: they to be fair, that's like on brand though. I think their stuff is at this point like it it's like Eric Andre Light, where they're like, We don't give a fuck. The episode they had Freddie Dread on recently was pretty good though. Oh dude, when I saw that I was like immediate click, I had to watch that one. Yeah. Their podcast has been pretty good with the the face cam. Yeah, I I like the different angles and everything. It we'll took, get there someday. It took them how yeah, I was gonna say probably the same with us. It took them what, three hundred episodes? Yeah. And they've been like what promising, we'll get there one day.
2: We'll have a we'll have a we'll have a banger of a uh episode. i would be super. I damn.
1: was thinking about buying a bunch of cameos from
0: like big YouTubers to make it seem like they watch us or something. Like buy one from Markiplier. It's like, hey, my good friends Matt, BJ, and Luke have fucking
1: reached a hundred episodes. Yo, way to
2: go on that hundredth episode! Can't wait to hear it, buddy. No, we need to, we, we need to get it
1: up. We need to get, like, the most aggressively, like, wh- why the fuck did they get this cameo? Like, Bam Margera, or, hey, like, some I random really, shit. I really John wish we Goodman. Gotten, uh, <laughs> I want to get a cameo from um, Nancy Pelosi and uh, her fucking milkers. This
2: no- <laughs> just died.
1: Uh, no. Gilbert Gottfried, uh. that would
0: have been the best cameo to get ever. Hey, guys! You think we can get a cameo? It's me,
2: Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Way to go on your hundredth episode,
1: you pieces of shit! That, that probably would have been the killer cameo. Uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace, Offset. Rest he died. In peace,
2: uh, Henry, Henry Cavill is, you know, Gerald.
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't. I mean, yeah, he's probably devastated, but also the bag that he got for coming back as Superman is probably, like, insane.
2: I don't know. It's not... I, I don't I, think
1: it's, he's it's hurting not. for money at any point in his life. No, he's out. not at all.
2: For season two, he got a, a million dollars an episode. Jesus
1: fuck. Oh, yeah, he's fine. No, well there's, there's a I thing just, where I don't know. It's just it's it just Well, Henry Cavill's I think he at a just point says
2: so much about the industry, the entertainment industry that makes me sad for the entertainment industry.
1: There there's a point though like Henry Cavill is at his, is at the point in his career where he doesn't have to like be picky with his jobs he can do the things that he wants to do I just
2: he needs to just turn like full Ryan Reynolds and be like all right I'm gonna start creating shit that I love that
0: that's what I want to see that's I want to see to Henry do. Cavill put projects into motion Dude, he
2: could we'll, actually do a good
1: a Warhammer, Warhammer movie, movie.
2: Because he fucking loves Warhammer. That would be so that's, fucking that's, tight. I'm so glad we were on the same page on that one. That's, that's what
1: so apparently his, his next Superman movie is going to be, is Henry Cavill was like kind of the same thing he did with The Witcher, where he's like, no, no, no. Geralt uh, wouldn't do this. Well, In talks with DC, he, he was He could like- also do a good... He could also do a good WoW movie, because he
2: also... Plays the shit out of
0: it. But nobody in Hollywood is going to green light that now. After the first one, they're like, nope, this shit's not.
2: That's okay. Nobody was green, green lighting. Uh- However,
0: if he wanted to do it animated with the studio that did the Witcher movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nightmare Nightmare. the Wolf is the one good thing we got out of that fucking Witcher series. I'm going to be honest. Season, <laughs> season one was fun. Season two was there.
2: I like season one more than season two. Well, yeah,
1: season one was was actually good. Season uh, two is just kind of there. Yeah. Like the the best part about season two is Geralt. I even and liked
2: Yennefer's arc in season one. I did too. I thought it was great. I thought it was really, and I thought it was a good portrayal as to like how they train up, uh, you know, witches and wizards.
0: Really as good. soon as they killed Roach, I knew something wasn't right.
1: Well, the fact that did you hear the whole thing about Henry Cavill's whole thing about that? Yeah. Yeah, that he had to tell them no, Geralt wouldn't make a joke about Roach's death. And I, I love that he fought for that. Because could you imagine him just going uh, squashed another Roach and just moved on? I would have been like, fuck this show. Fuck everything well, about the like, Witcher. That's
2: like the that's the ultimate understanding of like their understanding of Geralt. Because the whole point is I was talking is like in the books, it, he names him Roach because he doesn't In his head, he doesn't want to, like, give them, like... Specific names because he knows they're gonna die, mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop him from forming attachments. He goes like, I, like I, you know, I, you, this horse could die tomorrow because of my occupation. So I'm just gonna give you the name Roach, and I give all my horses the name Roach because that's simple and easy. But they took that as he fucking doesn't care about his horse and he doesn't care about his. Animals. They're not
0: reading between the lines because
2: because it, the thing is, yeah, the thing is, he knows that he knows his horse is gonna die. He's not fucking happy about it. He did he fucking loves his animals. It's his only connection companion because it's the only companion that he oh, like, no, that, yeah that that uh, that he really enjoys that keeps his mouth shut cuz Dandelion doesn't do
1: that. Dandelion doesn't. anytime he's with Jennifer they're if they're not they're fucking they're fighting. fighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: So Roach is literally his favorite companion but he just calls him Roach because it's easier than coming up with a new name at each time and he knows he's going to die. Yeah. And uh so yeah but
1: Look man, I'm just hoping that the next Superman film we get isn't so depressing. I want a hopeful Superman. Like I'm, I'm so sick of just like I want. But what one of if those, Superman was a god? But like, I'm was, over. I'm over superhero movies. We talked about this last week. I'm, I'm over. I, I think just I'm want the Marvel. Superman
0: where it's like he saves a kid. The kid says, "Hey, nice suit," and he goes, "Thanks, my nice. mom made it." Fucking the That's show. That's the shit that I want. Hey, watch. Just watch episode
1: one of the Superman Lois show. That's there I've, you go. I've
0: been waiting on it, but I think I need to just dive that, in.
1: That show, even with the even, they have some obviously CW CW drama shit, and it's like we we tackle with an evil superman at some point but tyler Ho- tyler Hoechlin as as superman is the most hopeful like he's just trying to be a dad and trying to save like the- I-, I fucking love superman
0: i Lewis. saw this uh like twitter post that was like superman at olive garden and they ask him super salad and he goes super salad why would i need that and then they're like okay so just soup then and he's like a regular salad for a regular man yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. I just want to, like... That's that's my thing with, like... Superman. That's why him and Batman are really good foils for each other. Because Batman is depressing, doesn't trust anybody, and is like a recluse. Superman is very much open, trusting. He wants, he wants what's best for people. He looks for the best in people. Batman looks for the worst in people. It's why their friendship is so good. It's why I want... It's why I really want... If DC can change what Marvel's doing, is their whole thing they could do... Because now they have James Gunn and 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 this new guy as the heads that we talked about last week. If they let directors just go and do what they need to do for these, like, hey, you understand, like you're a fan of Superman, you're a fan of this character, you get this, do a movie. Instead of here, you you uh, make a superhero movie and make sure it's connected to this Justice League movie and make sure it does this thing so we can have an interconnected universe. I want some good, good shit. So, I just can't wait for Peacemaker season two. God, dude, Peacemaker is great. But yeah, right. I think that's a good way to end it. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, go check us out on uh, Instagram, Sidequest_Podcast. underscore podcast. Check us out on TikTok. Once is- well, I
2: get this new uh, my PCL set up with all the files and everything, I'll, uh, I think I'm going to maybe do a YouTube video um, of just our audio.
1: Hell yeah. And Hell yeah. YouTube. Uh, we'll get a uh, it's, it's side underscore po- uh, quest underscore podcast on TikTok.
2: And once we drop that new episode, uh, I'll drop.
1: I'll oh, it's stop. dropped. Uh, I oh, put it up okay, today.
2: I'll... I put
0: it up like 12-ish. Uh, okay. well, yeah, I, I was listening to it on the way here. I need to make a post. Okay, I'll uh, I'll work on the TikToks then tomorrow. Made to it to 75, boys. 25 episodes left until 100
1: crazy we gotta do something big we gotta just yeah that's what the one we have to do the video for
0: oh uh by the way before we leave uh i am now not the only person on this podcast that has touched my penis (laughs) (laughs) and i'll leave that up to interpretation
2: and as always
0: take it sleazy (laughs) very sleazy in some cases (laughs)